Welcome to the Stephen Felt Experience, sharing all of his experiences on his journey of marketing, entrepreneurship, life, and taking action. Giving you advice, tips, and interviews with entrepreneurs just like you. This is the Stephen Felt Experience. My experience is your experience. experience, 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 experience. Welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Fout Experience. I'm your host, CEO and founder of Fout Marketing, Stephen Fout. And today in the studio, the new podcast studio, Pastor Emil Gretterson. You got it. I got it. Nailed it. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming in, man. Although it's literally a door away from your office, but uh, I'm excited, man, that we're finally able to sit down and talk about what's been going on. Like the last couple of weeks have been kind of crazy. You're now officially installed here at Open Arms. I'm in. He's you in. can't get rid of me now. That's it. And we talked about uh, when you first came down for your visit. Um, <laughs> we talked about this area that was like a file cabinet room that um, we would transform into a podcast studio because eventually you're gonna soon, pretty soon, have your own show. That's the hope. That's the hope. So um, we had the crew come in, clean it out. Everything's great now. We've got the walls; they're soundproof. We think, and um, and we're recording our first episode in the new podcast, official podcast studio. Um, and we're excited to have you have you on. And um, so let's kind of rewind the clock a little bit here as far as, um, you know, you were called here by our, our church, Open, Open Arms. Arms. Um, and for the, for the listeners who maybe don't know who you are yet, give a little introduction as far as um, where you're from, because you're not from the South. The Bronx to the swamp. <laughs> the Bronx is from the Bronx. <laughs> no, in the Bronx. I told exactly. him your podcast exactly. should be from the Bronx to the swamps. Um, yeah. But uh, but you're uh, you have an incredible family, and you guys have, have now been in Slidell for a couple weeks now. And so maybe give a little bit of a history how you got here, and what's what's your what's your take on Slidell, Louisiana? Slidell. Oh man, that's a lot. Redirect me as I wander. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Um, yeah, we've been here, we actually got here May 1st, I think. It was like our first day, first night, or something like that. Uh, took a little while, of course, getting settled and installed, middle of May, and uh, it's just been great. Uh, Slidell's great. Uh, as far as getting open arms, man, I'm originally from New York, born and raised, Long Island, New York. Uh, the Bronx thing is from my grandmother and my grandfather, I think they were both kind of born and raised in the Bronx. My mom was born in Brooklyn, but grew up out on the island. But we got that connection. My wife's parents are, I think one of them, born and raised kind of in the city, one of the boroughs, Queens maybe. Um, and uh, the others were pretty close. So New York, born and raised, no church background really. So there's a long, long story there that you just let me know how much you want me to well, go into that. Well, we're going to save it for your for your show. We got to, yeah. Because, so a because teaser. We're, we're going to tease it up that you're going to start following uh, once we launch, or once Pastor Amo launches his podcast, um, which is soon. It's coming soon. Um, but uh, you can kind of go into like your, um, just the history of like, of, of, how you became a pastor because it's a very instant, like fascinating story, right? So, you, yeah, you heard that story. I think when I was here, I shared mm-hmm. a little bit of that story. Yeah. Uh, back in February, coming out, just taking a look around. You had extended the call, and and I was just kind of uh, uh, 
answering some questions in front of the congregation, sharing a little bit about myself, and and that whole story came out. But it's not a short story. <laughs> uh, not a churchgoer. That whole story, kind of really becoming a Christian, being an active church person, a lot of things that happened there with my parents and me, and then becoming a pastor. Like, holy cow, that was not something that happened overnight. Because you're a fairly young guy, too. I don't feel very young all the time, but you yeah, I, I got a birthday coming up. I'm going to be uh, 39, so whoa, uh, approaching 39, the big four zero man. And my ordination, I was ordained on my birthday 10 years ago, so yeah, so it's kind of a big, it's big, big di- moment. it's a big moment, it's a big yeah, deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what's cool, so so we, you know, you came down for your visit, and yeah. and obviously we were, you know, our, our business was is in the church, right? We run our marketing company outside of. Right down, open the arms hall. down down the hall, which is awesome. Um, and we talked about like doing content with you and getting a podcast going. And um, when you first got down here, obviously we're still like in the lockdown and couldn't really get yeah. together as a, and still at, at this point in time, can't really gather as a full congregation church. Um, and so uh, I told myself, look, I said, we'll, we'll let, like, we will for sure like produce your sermons or like your, like to give people the, the opportunity on Facebook live to watch Church, mm-hmm. because, yeah, it was because great. people weren't, they couldn't go to church, and so you know, so we had the lights in, we had everything hooked up, like you know, we don't do anything small without marketing, right? We we make no. sure like it, the quality is amazing, you know. We looking around, and there's different. It's all about like how you present yourself as well, and I just I love the fact that like a lot of churches were getting around and using these channels like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram to push the message yeah. to people, and and our reach was incredible. Yeah, from from <laughs> when from when you first. Like, I mean, just out of a traditional, like the the, the church's Facebook page like blew up like yeah. with views, you know, and so that was really cool to be able to get um, to reach a lot of people through these channels, um, which I, you know, as we go in about your podcast and whatnot, is like that's going to also be a huge opportunity to connect with a lot more people, yeah. you know, and it's really, um, I mean, it's cool the fact that like you're able to um, that you get it. You know, you, you, you know where's people, where people are spending their time and how to connect with them and, mm-hmm. um, you know, being being out there. Um, a lot of people may see it's kind of scary, but, like, you're doing your Facebook Lives, you know, so every day of the week you've got... Trying to do something. Trying to yeah, do content. Yeah, miss a day you know? here and there. And... But at least you're doing something. That's that's the big yeah. thing about it, you know, it's and that's what we tell yeah. our, our clients all the time. Like, you just don't worry about, what, like, the context of the content. You just have to be active. You know, it's like somebody may scroll past your Facebook Live for three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And then that fourth week, like, man, this guy keeps popping up again. Yeah. <laughs> and they go back and they listen to, like, your other messages. And then you may, you know, hit it, strike a nerve or whatnot. And then next thing you know, like, they want to hear more about what you have to say. Yeah. You know, a lot of people hesitate on, I don't know what to say. And so they don't do anything, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like... um, so that's why I think it's cool that we're able to help kind of get you going because I think it's great that you have a great message and um, I mean, these these platforms are there to, for people to consume. You got to use know? it. You got to use it. And you have my brother to thank, you know, for the fact that like you're talking to me right now and, yeah. and that I'm even here and, you know, uh, just somebody who gets it. Like you don't have to educate me so, about so I mean, it. So what was, it, what was his, like his... Well, he's he's doing this kind of stuff himself um he's a musician he's in uh, kind of the recording business uh but i think he started to 
kind of pick up on all of these other things that are, you know, you got to be a part of. And he's got his own show. He's got, he's doing some podcasting, Facebook live type things. He's interacting, producing content, trying to interact with an audience. And, and he kept telling me like, Hey man, you got a message too. And, uh, you got the right personality. You got the right, you, just, you can do it. You can totally do it. And the same thing you were just saying, people may not see you until later, but then all of a sudden they go back and they watch everything. And, and now that message is, but it's always it, out there. It, it, it's it, always may, it may be, it may be a year. I mean, like, like there'll be people who, who will, like, you're always, like, you're omnipresent, like, you're everywhere. Yeah. And it may take three months, six months, a year for someone, but if you make that connection, it all takes, especially, it all takes one person, right? And, you know, and, like, and that's the binge the thing. Yeah. Netflix yeah. binge idea. Right. I mean, right. my brother's telling me the story about some couple or a family or something that was basically, like traveling and documenting it and doing it on like their own YouTube channel. And he said he came across this one video that was fantastic about some trip they took somewhere. And then he just couldn't stop. And he just went back and he's like, their first video was two years before that. And, and they go back was, and they, they go back and they reverse the content. Yeah, yeah. They watch it all. And, yeah. and that's the whole pit. Of, it's just, there, there's something that you're going to say, and it may be on episode seven, 11, 36. And somebody goes, Hey, I kind of get this. And then it go back, mm-hmm. you know, and it's also cool too, because you've been doing this now for a while with, with, you know, and you start building like an ar- archive and a library of yeah. content. And you, it's funny because like my, the very first podcast I did was with Brittany, my wife on my <laughs> dining room table, <laughs> literally cause nice. that was episode one. I didn't have an, I was still working at home. Right. Yeah. Um, actually what's funny is that I, I looked at the date the other day about it. Like it was actually my dad's birthday in 2018, November 13th was our, my very first podcast episode. And I look back on it, it's funny to kind of like, just kind of see and document this whole journey we're kind of going on. Yeah. And you look at like the topics and the guests we had on and things that we were doing. And now it's so crazy how like the business keeps, it keeps growing so fast that like, I've, I even have to get better at like holding myself accountable doing the podcast because now the business is even way bigger than it was when I first started. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like we have so many more stories to tell and people we've connected with and companies that we've helped. I mean, we were going around, um, you know, filming content for, for our clients that are trying to get their message out. Like we had one client message me today that they were featured on this. Um, I, I think it might have been like a, they're, in the, they're in the tourism industry, but, but they used a video we produced. This was like a... Um, I think the company was out of Atlanta. I don't know, but but basically, like, it was like a webinar, and it was it must have been other tourism companies talking about like how do you get in front of people, how do you stay in front to let people know that like it's safe. What what is your business doing? Best practices mm-hmm. to keep people to ensure that they're going to be safe on your attractions or whatever. And they used our clients' video as an example <laughs> of how they're doing things right and they're ahead of the game. Wow! So it's like it's really cool when you can, like, you know. I got in this business to help people and I just want to help as many people as we can. And when you came down and said, Hey, I'm kind of interested in podcasting. I was like, man, I want to help you out. And we finally have it set up now. So the room is ready to roll. And like, now it's just got to just like, all right, man, let's get you a logo, get you a name, get you an intro. Well, you know, (laughs) you sold it because that door goes to my office. Right. 
it's literally connected. And we were in there. Oh, did they show you your podcast studio? Like, oh man, this guy is totally. Like, yeah, he is man. in sales. He knows what he's doing. Somehow he figured this out. But you know, you brought up a good point earlier. You know how you're struggling to to continue to do these because you got so much else going on. I think that just shows that it's always going to be like that. It's always a struggle to stay focused. It's always a struggle to just do it because you you you. It's like a permanent struggle to overcome wanting it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, because you were sitting here talking about doing it in your in your house, right? right. Your dining room table with Brittany. And I'm like, man, I should have been doing that. And and I knew I should have been doing it, but I wasn't doing it. And uh, so it's it's like a daily thing to just remember it doesn't all have to be perfect. Just, just start. Just do it. Just start. Just do and something. when I come sit down here and like and have you on as a guest and we to talk and tell stories, I'm like, this is what like I need to be doing more of this. Yeah. You know, because we know it, and we've gotten business off of this a podcast. It's crazy. Like, I, one of our a great client of ours literally started the convert. The relationship started through a DM on Instagram because of a podcast episode, and that just goes to show you the reach. And you know, you don't have to hit like ten thousand people listening like every single episode. All it takes is one person mm-hmm. to change your business, change your life. You know, if you can affect one person or help them out, it doesn't matter how many, like the number, the volume of people, it's the quality of the audience set. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people get into it and like they'll do something like, oh, I got like three or four likes, I'm going to take it down. Like just keep creating more content because like the, your audience and they will, they, that's the beauty part of social media. Like they will, if you put a piece of content out that just doesn't perform well, like you will know instantly. Yeah. Facebook's algorithm will stop showing it to people. If you, um, and then you find out what works, what doesn't work. You know, if we drop, you know, three or four videos a week and a video works better when we're talking about like company culture than it does best practices, then mm-hmm. we'll do more on company culture. You know, so it's like, that's a cool part of it. You get that instant feedback of like, which helps you kind of guide your content. And that's kind of where we are talking before we started about like your podcast and like finding out like, you know, like how do you start getting yeah. guests? Right. So, how, so, so, so where do you, well, the first thing you should tell people, I got a podcast and in 2020, it's funny because like people just, you ask them to come on a podcast and they're like, yeah, like why not? I mean, it's, yeah. it should be pretty easy, you know, because, um, you know, it's, it's, but it's just about like saying you have it and then doing it. And then people will reach out to you and say, I'd love to come on and tell my story, you yeah. know, or, um, you know, the, the content will organically just create itself. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm hoping <laughs> it will. It will for sure. Uh, it, it definitely will. And then you set, you set a target list. Of the, hey, these are the guys that I want to have on my show. And whether it's like you know city uh, leaders or business or or our members of our church, you know. Yeah. So, um, and then I th- I think this is where I need to get better for me is like really carving out time mm-hmm. to do it. Because if you don't put it on the schedule, like it's, yeah, things always come Like you said, they always come up. Right. This is the means, you know, in my opinion, obviously I think you're kind of there too. Uh, but especially for a church, you know, we have a really hard time as pastors and churches reaching people that don't go to church, that, don't know Jesus that or fallen away for a variety of reasons. You know, there's no easy way to connect to them, but this is a way that you can well, connect with people channel, beyond right? where your reach is. You, you put it out there. 
and all these models and algorithms and all that kind of stuff, you know, it starts to hit people. It, it does. And I th- I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I think you've got a, a great message. I mean, part of the reason why I was in favor of getting you down here to, I think you just, you have what we need. Um, and uh, I liked your, your messaging. And I, I think the fact that you've kind of come down here and just like, it's one thing to say, oh, I want to do this. Like, we'll do some video content and stuff. Like, you really follow through, like, and taking us up on, hey, we will shoot with you. Like, <laughs> I'm trying. Well, we, I mean, <laughs> we, we shoot we shoot content with you, like, every Wednesday, right? Yeah. 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 So, it's like the middle of the week recap, right? Yep. Midweek yeah. recap, kind of like a what's up Wednesday, just sort of like announcements, middle of the week, rather than drone on about it on Sunday morning, just kind of yeah. put these out there. Yeah. And so, and so we have, we, we, we've been doing that to help you out, get you in. Cause I think it's it's a it's a combination of like some people like to watch videos, people like to listen to podcasts and pass and they're passive um, listening. So I think if if you can reach people, you know, even if they don't come into church, mm-hmm. right? As long as you connect Absolutely. with them and get the message, like that is worth like everything in the world, you know. So that's yeah. That's, church church is not, you know, this is my business more than maybe your business, but uh, you know, church is not where it happens. People come to church because they believe in Jesus. They want to worship, right? You don't come to church if you don't have this desire to worship Jesus. Right, right. <laughs> right. So so how do we get them out there to a point where they actually want to do that? And and I think most churches, most pastors have failed to recognize just how far people are from that point. I mean, it's changed quite a bit the last 20 years, the last 30 years, big time. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I had somebody ask me cause we decided to come. I mean, we didn't tell you guys right away mm-hmm. cause we had to tell certain other people first and then we would let you guys know. But when we decided the next day we woke up and uh, we were in Ohio at the time and Ohio closed down. Really? Yeah. It was the next day. And I had people start asking me like, well, you know, you made this decision and yeah, the church operates this particular way. And so you're kind of locked in, but you know, a pandemic sort of, you know, you probably have an out, like maybe you could stay now. Right. <laughs> right. You sure you're not like rethinking this decision? Like right. you sure you want to move in the middle of this? Yeah. Um, Which is crazy because that's a big test of faith as far as, well, you know, I mean. Yeah. But you know what I actually said to them, and I, I don't know if I said it, the right way or maybe I didn't say it gentle enough maybe I could have said it more gently but I was like no actually this just makes me want to be here more Mm -hmm. because what we're doing is going to be even more crucial you know I don't know how long things will be different I I don't know uh, but but you've embraced yeah the 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 and you now know it's like that's you have to you have to deliver your message on different platforms, you know, and stay in front because got to go where the people. You, you got to go where the eyeballs are. Like, you got to yep. go where the traffic is, you know, and that's yep. where, um, you know, we tell people all the time, like you have got to, like you can create this. You spend all this money on a website, but you need traffic to the mm-hmm. website, you know, and so like you go where the people are, you know, and that's on those different channels: YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and all that stuff. So it's um it's really cool to like finally be able to sit down and talk with you. Um, we're excited. Like I'm excited. You're, you know, a couple of doors down, down the hallway, um, here. Um, and we'll be hearing more from you on your upcoming podcast, Yeah, which will be launching. I'll just set a date. Let's, let's call it like July 10th. 
don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, you said it, so so let's get on. We'll, it. we'll hold. Yeah, we'll let's hold. We'll, we'll make sure like we just like pick a date and and we'll have to have it done by July 10th, and then we can figure out like your your guest list. Well, and you know that just this right here and having you down the hall, like you said, uh, I think I sent you maybe a message at some point or I commented on a Facebook thing, something like that, like uh, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we do need. It's not solely us on our own that we can just make everything happen. You know, it is helpful mm-hmm. to have people that are encouraging us and just watching them do it, and then going, "Oh, I can do that." Yeah, and people helping you along, right? I mean, that's what you're in the business of doing. You're right. you're actually saying to people, "Hey, this is easy. It's important. Mm-hmm. Just do it." But let me help you, right? Right. So, so it's not like you're just on your own, flailing around, wandering around in the dark. You got somebody who's saying, "Hey, you can do it. I've done it. I'm well, doing well, that's, it." And that's basically like what, like the it's it's like the accountability factor, you know, like and we we tell all of our clients to do certain things and post and create content and do videos and all and you know launch podcasts and do this stuff. But like for us, like it's 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 like the accountability factor of like, and that's the thing too that I've been really trying to focus more on is like is taking our own medicine right so if we're saying mm-hmm. hey you need to do podcasts we need to do podcasts hey if you need to run <laughs> yeah. you know do video content we're doing video content so it's like and that's why like we keep building the team because i can't do everything yeah. you know and for for a long time i try to do everything and now i'm really getting better and and you know Lori, and they'll she'll challenge me on it that like i'm not giving enough up yeah. but yeah. i am getting better at delegating because it does open up more opportunities for growth and, and big picture ideas. Um, and and that's just a blessing that I've been able to help a lot of people, provide a good service, you know, do what's right, help them as best we can, give them the resources, whatever we need to do to make sure that they are successful because if they're successful, we'll be successful. You know, and that's, that's always been my main focus on like the company is, is really putting other people first and trying to help them get what they want. Yeah. That's what Zig Ziglar said. Remember old Zig? <laughs> Zig so, Ziglar. So, uh, two things as you were talking there. First, accountability. You know, I think people think of that as like a bad word. You know, a lot of that you think. Well, because you know, someone's going to hold me accountable. They're going to make me feel bad about failing, or 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 they're going to get mad at me. They're going to they're going to enforce some kind of consequence or something. But I've actually just my experience as I've started to talk about that as a pastor which kind of sounds crazy, like, oh, I'm just starting to talk about things like that. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Bible's got a lot to say about that. But I think like 95, 98% of accountability is just knowing that someone cares enough that they'll ask you. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're going to beat you over the head. It's like a trainer, yeah. like at the gym. Yeah. Like, because I know somebody's going to meet me there to go work out. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and, it's, and, and that's, like, that's what you're paying for, the accountability. You know the exercises to do, but doing it, did it for a year. I think by now I know how to go and use a pull-down machine, right? Why but just the do, why fact do that I, you know, know someone's going to be there at that time, right? Uh, but then the other idea is this scale idea that you've been talking about. We talked about that a lot earlier today. Yeah. You know, that's a thing for pastors big time, letting go of stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's hard to do when you think that that's who you are. You do all this stuff, and if you're not doing it somehow, you're not as important. The church, I think... Most churches have been so focused on adding people and not multiplying, 
And, you know, when I look at the Bible, I see a lot of multiplication. I mm-hmm. see a lot of developing of leaders, of, of putting people out there, kind of letting them do so, stuff. So own. talk about real quick, the addition versus like the multiplication. So you say the church as adding, like adding. So like, we're so excited if one person shows up. Gotcha. To come okay. into church. I don't know about like and, oh, look, staff. we got a guest. Let's treat them really nice. Let's make sure they become members and make sure they start putting money in the offering and they start attending our events. Right. Right. But there's a quote. I'm, I have a background in finance a little bit too, so Warren Buffett comes up in my feed all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's Oracle of Omaha, mm-hmm. wealthiest guy or the oh, second he's got, wealthiest he's got guy some in, the, yeah. in the world. Yeah. So he had this saying I came across, and paraphrasing, maybe it's not exactly right, but he said, uh, until you learn how to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. Mm-hmm. And I think the church, church workers, pastors, like right. until we figure out how to not only do ministry in our sleep, but do mission, like actually reaching people who come to faith. Well, that's who, through, who through these Christians. channels. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so, like, so when you, if you go to bed at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night, and someone is up doing laundry and has your podcast on their ear, their You're going to have a new baby, right? right? Up at 2 in the morning doing right. the feeding, exactly. changing the diaper. So Exactly, <laughs> right? I'm a pro at that now. So, but you'll be, you'll, you'll be able to connect with people yeah. While in a sense, you're like you're you're sleeping. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's kind of like. And I, I heard that quote. It was funny because I was selling TV commercials at the time. I forget what station I was at, and um, it was like if you know you don't try to figure out a way to make money while you sleep. And I was like, great, I sell overnight ads like five dollars a piece. Like <laughs> I guess I'm making money over the wow, so two in the morning, you know. But but that was the idea of of how. Can you how how does it it doesn't stop right? It's just mm-hmm. how do you continue to reach people? It's because you have to be avail you have to have content available where people are spending their time. Yep. So if you're not doing video content, if you're not doing audio podcasting, if you're not doing posts on Facebook, Facebook Live, whatever, you have to be able to always be no matter what platform. And and people say, oh, it's hard. I can't keep up with it and stuff. I get it, but that's just the way the world's gonna. That's what that's the way the world is. You know. Yeah. Um. And it's um. And the information's out there. Like, if you don't know how to do it, YouTube it. Like, figure it out. Well, uh, the challenge is, is that the old way and the new way are both kind of operating at the exact same time right now. Right. Right. So it's not. We haven't seen the the level of I don't know what the right word is, but we we haven't seen it just transform so much in one way that the other has totally disappeared. I mean, it kind of is. Well, I, because people are still stuck in it, so yeah. So so they're not, they don't want to give it up. So it's still kind of around, but it's gonna be gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> like, that, that's I mean, gonna. I mean, pretty... that's gonna happen. I mean, like, yeah. It's but also too. I think from business perspective, I look at it as, you know, the two different opposite ends of the spectrum, right? So you have like the Flintstones and the Jetsons, right? Mm-hmm. Super yeah. high tech, super old school. Okay. Nice. So like, and I think what's happened with us and how I kind of keep. Re- focusing on the business is operating like with our customers like the Flintstones customer caring like mm-hmm. old, like old school techniques actually going to see clients yeah. not just sending emails not just, you know so in a Jetson world yeah wins right from as far as media perspective like if you're still holding on I mean look horse and buggy was a great way to get around back before Henry Ford came along right mm-hmm and that was like the thing, like I, you know, horse and buggy. That's how you got from one place to be. Like so, now it's like things change, you know. And that's it, it's it's you have to learn to adapt and pivot 
and the information is out there. Like it's just, it just takes, if you really want to grow and succeed, reach more people, like you got to start creating your own content. And and you never know when something will change so dramatically overnight that you just, you can't do what you were doing. Like well, that happened, just, that happened with, with my career. Like that was yeah. TV commercials. Like people used to sit down and carefully watch the news. <laughs> I get so many people that say, "Oh, did you see this?" And I'm like, "You watch the news?" <laughs> so, I mean, wait, you mean to tell me because like <laughs> they say at six o'clock you got to sit down and watch TV yeah, for like, at six? Oh, come on! But but that was it changed, and I was like, "Well, that's obviously changing the way that my behavior is changing." So I would imagine that consumers' behavior is changing. So if I stay and keep doing this. Yeah. It's going to either, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit in front of a client and say, give me $5,000 for 15 commercials. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. And so, um, so I looked at it at different ways and, and kind of like took the risk, leap of faith. And we've been able now, and we're not, yeah, for sure. Like we, and we're now like, we're pivoting our business. Like we went from being social media man. And yeah, we still manage Facebook pages and do stuff for clients, but like we're more into the content creation space now because everybody needs content you mm-hmm. know and for me it was like if i start going and calling on businesses and say hey we can manage a social media it's like no no no, i got it amy does it for me <laughs> she sits in the corner office we're good no thank you versus yeah. hey you have no video content you have yeah. no customer testimonials you have no branding around your business and, and it's great we can give amy the videos mm-hmm. or the content to post um and, and that's really how we pivoted our business because the days of calling somebody and say, hey, let me handle your social media, we don't, like, we do that in-house. We don't need somebody to do that. And I'm like, and a client of mine brought to my attention and said, man, you, you, do, you guys do more. Mm-hmm. Like, quit saying you're social media guys. Like, you're, you guys are, yeah. like, you guys bring the vision to reality. And we do that through our content and telling stories. And, and hey, that's something a that, job. it's a golden ticket, I think, for us as far as, like, what, no one in our area is doing that. And the quality and the speed. Like, we filmed with a client this morning. A testimonial like we're done like it's ready to go i saw it yeah it was great yeah because we come back we're efficient we know what we need we get in we get out we get the content and we turn it around really fast and so um but i think that's a big thing is like back to what you're doing speed to market how fast can you get content out i mean you could do a facebook live right now and reach you know two three hundred four hundred people mm-hmm. like that's you don't have to wait until sunday to yeah. deliver a message so there's a lot of cool stuff going on man i'm, I'm just excited that you're like you have a great message in that and you're 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 really open to these these ideas and to 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 get out there because more people need it now more than ever and i'm just happy that um you know that god gave us an incredible opportunity to have your wonderful family down here and yeah. you know you guys are hopefully the kiddos are enjoying so far so good so far so good it you know it's a strange time but it's uh, it's going pretty well. I mean, the sunshine. <laughs> You're right compared to this. I, I mean, it you rained a heat, couple man. of days now, but you know, I I think I'll still take it. Absolutely, you know? man. But and it's still a you know as much as this is a great thing here, what we're doing and mm-hmm. the the multiplication, the technology. I love that Flintstone Jetsons image uh, because in the end, it's still about relationships. Mm-hmm. So the people that watch my live stuff on Facebook and, and all the other things. They're people that I have developed and invested relationships in personally. 
And the people that are going to watch it when they share it are people that they have a relationship relationships that's it that's that's the new economy that's the way of connecting people try it's it's relationships like build relationships that's how you can grow and expand and reach more people by just connecting with those people so well i appreciate you coming on i know uh we've been talking about it for a while but now we for the room is cleaned up ready to roll i'm excited uh blessed to have you here with us um and um and really looking forward to hearing your message out and you're getting your getting your podcast rolling and then getting on some good guests and i really appreciate you taking time today to come hang out for a little bit appreciate your time absolutely pastor amel once again guys my experience is your experience have a great day giving you advice tips and interviews with entrepreneurs just like you tune in and subscribe to the stephen felt experience